0: Hello everybody and welcome to the 24th episode of If We Can Just Say. Hopefully some of you guys are still listening and we're not just talking to our basement. Welcome. (laughs) I am your host Jessica Carter-Ogle and as always with me is my wacky co-host and husband Stephen Ogle.
1: Hey everybody. Hello. (laughs) I'm refraining on the how we doing because obviously nobody's going to answer.
0: And then I feel obligated to answer, and it's like, well, you literally know how I'm doing. Yeah. And I've already, so. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Anywho. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Yeah. Uh,
1: You know, it is what it is. And yeah, I just moved my microphone so you heard that noise. I'm I'm a dummy and didn't set that up before we started.
0: You heard it here, folks. He admitted (laughs) to being a dummy, so if I ever say it to him, he can't deny it. Yeah, good times. Woohoo! We had a good week. Yeah, hopefully all of you guys had a good week out there as well. Yeah standard yeah, working out working for the most part keeping the fitness stuff going in the house which is good
1: yeah trying to be active um you yeah. know it's one of those things we're into late summer now almost fall starting to feel the slowdown of what yeah. fall is at least in my existence fall ten, it tends to be a slowdown time for me so i'm trying to cider mills are opening
0: up y'all and i said to him oh cider mills opening up and he like shot me down he wouldn't even have the conversation it's too soon to even talk about it because our anniversary is next month and i'm like "Ooh, we could go to a cider mill and he's (laughs) like yes our anniversary is next month and we can talk about it later (laughs) so it's gonna be real romantic obviously. obviously i can already tell
1: clearly i mean you know
0: but i feel like we had wanted to take hikes this summer we live right by um, kind of like a park. It's called Heinz Drive, but it's like a park. Yeah. So it's a road, but it's all parks. Um, it's kind of a flood basin. So there used to be houses on it, and it used to be like a street, but they all flooded so much now it's just a park. But... There's some trails we like to take soap on. I've been trying to kayak this whole summer. I have yet to get in a kayak. We have not taken soap <laughs> on any trails. I don't I don't quite know what we've been doing, but I can tell you a lot of things apparently because I'm not like just sitting around. Well, my, ju- my kind of person can't handle that.
1: July was a very hot month. So the idea true. of getting in a kayak and just getting uh, blistered by the sun and turned into a lobster, I said That's no. That's true. And then also with it being so hot, it, we haven't taken sofa out on any hikes because it's hot for us, but it's even hotter for her. She's she's shorter than we are, closer to the earth, so she's going to feel that heat coming off, and it's just not good for her either. So
0: so my hope for our anniversary is to go kayaking into this brewery Stephen wants and also maybe a cider mill. And then like if Stephen has any kind of like surprise for me or anything, then that can also happen.
1: Oh, boy. Let's see. well, we'll see what's up the old bag of tricks this year. Who knows?
0: Yeah, this will be our first anniversary that we're actually celebrating, just us. More <laughs> on that later. <laughs> so that'll yeah. be interesting.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that is what it is.
0: Um, but this weekend we did music in the park on Friday with my parents. So my parents were there, um, our family friends Heidi and Joe, and then also my fr- our friend Julie came up, who you've heard us mention.
1: Yeah, and Ply- then uh, Pat and Luann let yeah. us park yeah. in their driveway, which is cool.
0: Yep, downtown Plymouth does a mu- series of music in the park over the summer on Friday evenings, and this was their last one. Their last one is before Labor Day. So it's the big one, like their most popular band comes, and um, we were there, and it was really nice. It was beautiful weather. It wasn't humid, and it was just nice to sit there in the chairs and hang out in the fresh air all night with everybody, and yep. it was fun.
1: And while we were waiting, we hit the gastro pub, got got some fish sliders. Yeah. That was great.
0: I got a chicken and waffle slider, but I mean.
1: And your dad got a hamburger slider of some sort, a burger slider. But But that
0: was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that. And it was, parking can be insane. So it was nice that we were able to park in someone we know's driveway.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, It was great. But people go down there at like noon to set up their chairs and leave them. It's insane. We got there about five and we were already like towards the back because it was all filled.
1: Towards the back is where we wanted to be yes, anyways. 100%. It's I don't want
0: to be in the, like the, just, ugh, stuck like with I, everybody. I'm
1: like I am in a movie theater. I don't like the people sitting behind me. Yeah. I so. Am, yeah, I'm not a luckily, fan. Luckily,
0: I was next to you, my mom was next to you, and people we knew were behind you. So you were good. Yeah. But that was a lot of fun. I yeah. had a really good time. It was it's, fun.
1: If you are uh, if you are a dog owner, please don't bring your dog to the uh, music in the park because, man. That was annoying when we're sitting there waiting for the band, and we got a dog that's obviously sees another dog and either wants to play with the dog or eat the other dog. I don't know which. High
0: anxiety, though.
1: Yeah, barking like crazy, and it's like, yo, man, your dog's not having a good time here. This This is not good for your dog.
0: That person ended up leaving. i'm not one of those people that takes my dog places soph is reactive to other dogs but i feel like even if she wasn't i don't really want that responsibility it's just too much of a gamble with you cannot control other dogs they don't have that self-control like people do and that's barely any of these days anyway but that that,
1: in a situation like that somebody could actually try to pet your dog without you seeing and then
0: yeah so. And, like, if I have Ooh, to go to boy. the bathroom and I'm just with her, I can't take her with me like I could a kid. I don't know. I, Soph is, like, my baby. She is, like, my kid. But <laughs> I recognize that she is not a human kid, and therefore I cannot treat her and act like she is actually a child. Yeah, dogs but get a different just,
1: type of anxi- anxiety than yeah. humans do because, in the case of Sof, she would turn into full-on, like, protection mode yeah. and it wouldn't it would be wants that no no nobody nobody's ready for that in the no. public i'll tell you mm-hmm. that right now because her protection mode would be like yeah yo get off yeah like
0: but i mean which... some people can do that with their dogs <laughs> and it's fine but you know it's your choice but our choice is not to bring our dogs into to events like that not to bring our dogs home yeah again.
1: and that was friday saturday was a, a bit more of a
0: uh, home day
1: hold on are we still recording we sure are. Cool. All right, sorry. I thought our thing uh, wasn't recording. Right.
0: Well, there you go. He so he got a MacBook and he was trying to set up all of our podcasting through the MacBook instead of my Lenovo which we've been using. Yeah. And he hadn't been able to get it. And so he's on like Tech High Alert today and now he's just ruined the podcast.
1: Ruined. Sorry, anyway, folks. So anyway, so Saturday
0: we did a lot of house stuff. We have been wanting to get my parents' power washer to power wash the house. By we, I mean Steven. That was his task. And I am painting our shutters. So I <laughs> spray painted. I'm surprised I wasn't high. But I spray painted all of our shutters. We have a colonial. So we have four shutters up and two shutters down. And I spray painted all of those yesterday. They look gorgeous. Yeah. They It's a black matte. It looks so good. Um, I love it. And then he power washed the house. We weren't getting a lot of power.
1: Yeah. I called it, it, we, the power washer we were using is your dad's and he hasn't used it in a long time. And I talked to him, all the settings and everything seemed, seemed like they're right, but there's just, it's just not kicking yeah, out any so power. So I, I, I used our regular, uh, water hose with, the uh, with the spray handle thing on it and put it to full, you know, that
0: full blast
1: full blast and it started knocking stuff off the house pretty well so it did pretty good
0: yeah so i don't know uh, my dad's gonna come pick that up today and check it out like I'm, I'm hoping we didn't do anything to it or maybe we just weren't sure of a setting i don't know it's the first time ever there's using no settings
1: it. on it you just plug in the water hose to it and then you plug the hose to the handle and then you turn it like you, you turn on the water yeah. and then boom there it is
0: i have no idea i'm sure my so, dad will get it home and it'll work just fine for him and i don't know what we did probably but yeah we got that done i got a new clock for our living room i have been going back and forth on getting a clock i got two from amazon one it didn't keep time i got a replacement it didn't keep time and the hands were falling so i was like <laughs> no thank you and i finally found another one so that was exciting
1: yeah that took nothing to hang up that was no big no. deal and then uh we hung up one of my dad's uh so my dad had uh, a long bow which is an old school um used by native americans type of bow that was used way way back in the day um did and, he use it uh n- my dad used it once or twice but it's so old that my dad stopped stringing it because he was afraid he was going to crack it and break it because okay. it was that old so he just hung it up in you know their bedroom um with his olympic recurve that he had as well uh, which i don't know whatever happened to the olympic recurve but the longbow we hung up in our family room this weekend which is pretty cool yeah man. his that's, mom that's a, like that's a cool thing man that That's been, you know, been in my family for over 40 years because my dad had it for so long. So,
0: yeah, your mom gave it to us on one of our pilgrimages there where she packed us to the gills with items. And so we've had it. And I was like, well, we can hang it up. And the other thing I want to hang up with your dad somewhere is the banjo.
1: Yeah, we need to hang that up. Um, We can hang
0: it down here or we can hang that in the living, in the family room too.
1: I've also got his lap steel that I would like to hang up that he actually built himself. Yeah. That is sitting in uh, storage. Yeah, I mean, we could do that
0: down here or in the family room, which would be cool because we've got like the bow, the Hendrix. we've got your grandma's Native American statue, like some more of your family stuff in there. Yeah. So that could be cool. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like the house is always coming together little by little.
1: That's, I mean, we did so much in the beginning, which we've talked about on on other podcasts. We did so much when we first got the house and spent so much the first year doing things that like, man, it's just like we, all right, no, we'll do things here and there now.
0: Yeah, but now it's like little stuff like, so... I'm very into vinyl. I've always been into vinyl. And I have, we found um, this record stand. It's kind of like the size of two crates stacked on top of each other, but it's wood. It's handmade. And I found out actually made by a company in Michigan called Darla Studio 66. They're really good, really good stuff. And I ended up getting it on Amazon. And at one point in our lives, that was all we needed. (laughs) But now I need another one. And Amazon was sold out. Like I Facebook messaged the studio. They told me to go to their website, which I didn't even realize they had. I messaged them on the website and was like, here's the exact item I purchased from Amazon. I want to get another one. And they wrote me back and was like, thank you. Here's the exact link to what you want. And it was like $30 cheaper on their website. That's cool. So it was super cool. So like that's coming and Steven is going to alphabetize my albums for me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh boy. I'm looking so forward to that. That's going to be uh my OCD is just going to be uh be an o- o- overtime on that. Well, night.
0: we have differing opinions on how to alphabetize.
1: Yeah, she considers um things like um so what's a good one? Oh, Marshall Tucker Band. I knew you were going to say that. She puts the Marshall Tucker Band in the T's for crying out loud. If you go into any any store, any music store, vinyl, it could be an old uh, I'll, I'll date myself here it could be an old f fyi store you find fye fye yeah it, you find marshall Tucker band in the m's not the t's folks that's what she does man it drives me insane
0: yeah i mean in my head it makes sense but i guess in hindsight i might give him this one because that might be accurate so i told him i don't want to alphabetize them all but OCD man over here would probably love to. So I said I, I, when that stand comes, if he can do that. The only thing I ask is that holiday albums and compilations stay at the back.
1: I'm, I'm assuming, I, I've never really, like because I can't handle it, so I just don't really look. But I'm assuming she put Led Zeppelin in the Z's, which,
0: oh my God. I might have. I don't know. Oh, I honestly don't know.
1: That's just crazy to me. I, I don't even get it at all. That makes no sense. But and anyway. for me, I'm not looking for B.B. King in the K's either. I'm looking in the B's. B.B.
0: Oh, he's probably in the K.
1: Yeah. He, you probably put him in the K. Now is I'm just... just
0: all confused and I don't know what to do. And so I'm like, you just do it. But
1: like Phil Collins would be in the Cs. Yes. So.
0: Would you put him in the Cs?
1: Yes. Because
0: it's a proper name.
1: It's a proper name. Yeah. That's And far- Marshall
0: Tucker is apparently not a proper name.
1: <laughs> gosh. Neither is Led Zeppelin.
0: Okay. Well, I thought it was Mr. Zeppelin. <laughs> Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> so oh, that's wrong, gosh. I guess. Oh, gosh.
1: Wow, what a time, what a time. So yeah, that'll be a fun project for me that she has also assigned to me as well, put on my to-do list. Oh boy, guys out there. Honey-do list. Oh God. Oh
0: please, you don't have a honey-do list.
1: No, because I wouldn't accept it. All right, so where were we at on our story last?
0: So we had just got our sweet little Sophia. Yeah. Aw. And one other thing we were talking about on there, with her, when we did originally get her, she had the kind of cough, and you know she was getting over being spayed. So... One thing I didn't talk about was like her kennel cough, cough symptoms and like just the anxiety that it gave me like the crippling anxiety. Yeah, Her cough was like absolutely the worst cough I've ever heard.
1: It was brutal. Like she it had, looked like, like she was dying. She
0: had green boogers coming out Yeah. originally. Then they cleared up. But there was one night. So I never really saw a dog stretch like soap stretches Soap stretches like yoga poses she gets up she pushes her back legs out and stretches really far then she pushes her front legs out which I'm sure is normal yeah but so she gets up one night like in the throes of her kennel cough and she's stretching her back legs out and explodes in a spasm of coughing and she literally looked like she was having a seizure and her back legs looked dead, like the um, guy's dog in Family Guy, who just pulls <laughs> his legs around. Yeah, and like she, I thought she was, I thought she was having a seizure and getting paralyzed, and I freaked out. Yeah, I yeah. was like freaking out, and I was like, oh my god, and I. Took a video. Like I probably reached out to like the on call vet for um friends of Detroit Animal Care and Control like three times with like emails like <laughs> yeah. this is what her cough sounds like this is what her cough sounds like now like blah 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 and they were like she's okay like as long as it's getting better like you know thank you for being I'm like neurotic yeah, yeah you're welcome
1: yeah and they, they uh if if you've ever had a dog that has any sort of cough um they told us to uh, rub their chest yeah. And it helps break up break up all the stuff that's in their chest and lungs or whatever, and might be in their sternum. It helps break it up a little bit by rubbing
0: their chest. And steam in the shower with them. That's how yeah. she started coming in the shower with us. That's well in the bathroom with us. Yeah. Because we would take hot showers when she was having that, and have her come in the bathroom, and she would sit outside like the shower with us with yeah. that warm air. Yeah. So now. Every time we go to take a shower, or me at least, because I don't really close the door, yeah. so we will come and lay on the mat in front of the shower.
1: Yeah. Now, a thing I started doing with her, so I would get her to sit, and then I would crouch behind her and pull her into me and then rub her chest. And to this day, if she's feeling any sort of anxious or, or tired or whatever it is, if I do that, literally, she backs into me. Yep. She backs right into me and nestles in and she's like, oh, man, this is where, I, this is where I'm safe. Yeah. You know, which is pretty cool. But it started as like she had the kennel cough and that was a way to, to wrap around her and then like rub her chest really good. So
0: so it was yeah. about a month till she was good. So I would say after Thanksgiving, she was she was 100%. And because we were like, we don't even really know her personality yet. Like, yeah. what's she going to be like? And then she was just like, ah! I'm here, and we were like, "Holy moly!"
1: Yeah, she was like a rocket. And she's once she once she got over the kennel cough and not taking medication anymore, and she's healed up from you know getting spayed, so the stitches are good. She turned into a rocket, and at that point in time, we would put her in the kennel when we left the house. And I've got a video, man. We let her out of the kennel once, and she just came out like a rocket, just all over the place like zooming everywhere man that's a
0: nickname my dad gave her yeah the rocket because she would run go out in the backyard with all the energy and just run circles he's like she's like a car on two wheels like taking the curves he's like (laughs) she's like a little rocket he'd send me a rocket emoji and be like how's rocket doing yeah well so funny
1: yeah she's she's great um and also the first time that he met her which was a couple of days after we got her He came over and laid down on the floor, and she crawled on him like a jungle gym. I mean, because dogs, you could, when you meet a dog, like, you're not on their level. You're up higher than them. It's different. But when you lay down on the floor, you get on their level, and they treat you very differently because they're checking you out, man. They're sniffing everything and crawling all over you and trying to figure out who you are and playing with you and stuff. And that's what what Jack did. And, man, she loves him to death because of that, because he got in her world as soon as he met her, you know?
0: And I think the longest time we were away from her was Thanksgiving at that point because we went to my parents and she was in the crate then. Yeah. Now not putting her in a crate at home is a real game changer. We don't like to leave her home alone for more than like six hours if we can help it, but it's a game changer for her to be able to move around the house and get her snacks and get her drink. She rarely goes in the house, but like I've said before, like she has certain spots where she will go if she does. I'm not going to get mad at her, you know, or anything like that, but, but so yeah, we had Thanksgiving at my mom's that year, which was really nice. My mommy and dad's, it's funny how you say like your moms, like my parents are not divorced. They're still together, (laughs) but I often will find myself saying my mom. And I think I get some of that from you talking about your moms because your dad has passed and you consider it more like your moms. So like, that's the... the mindset but yeah so we had thanksgiving there which was really cool and then your mom came in to celebrate christmas so that's the first time she's seeing our house done Yep, the first time she's meeting sophia yeah and your mom is very nervous around dogs she's she's very anxious about dogs yeah um she doesn't really like dogs she is not comfortable around them
1: no she got bit when she was a kid and so she's always been like yeah looking over her shoulder when there's a dog and you guys had
0: dogs when you were younger but she hasn't had like a dog in years yeah and they think she's just she's not as comfortable around them so we we were really not we were just not sure how it was gonna go
1: yeah my mom is more a cat person but we also had savannah when i was in junior high and high school and she loved savannah she still talks about about savannah like that was you know that was our our dog like all three of us loved her so uh but yeah mom's definitely more of a cat person but when she met sophia man that changed
0: i mean she she loves sophia yeah. Like she absolutely, she'll be like, she's my only dog. Like, cause your aunt has yeah. a dog and your mom's not fully comfortable around him. Yeah. But she loves Sophia. I don't know if it's that she's ours or what, but whenever, whenever we FaceTime with her, she'll be like, where's my fur baby? Where's my fur baby at?
1: <laughs> the other thing is, is like Soph understands her. Uh, Soph understands, like, she does get excited and jumps the first time she sees her, but she understands that mom doesn't want her in her face. Yeah. So she sits next to her. She'll sit on the floor next to her. She's very, like, she behaves herself really well. Those split
0: bowls of popcorn. Yeah. So, you know, she loves her grandma.
1: Yeah. So she she knows how to react around each person. She knows around Eric and Jack that she can be an absolute lunatic because they're totally cool with it. She knows with my mom and your mom that she's got to be a little bit more careful because... She doesn't yeah. want to knock them over. Yeah. And she know like, she can, it's so, she's so smart with that. It's crazy to have seen that over the course of the last two mm-hmm. years of how she, she adapts to whichever person she's around. Yep. You know, And
0: like, I'm glad, like, and your mom lets us bring her. Yeah. She comes and your mom's like, or oh, are you guys going to not put her in the crate this time? Like your mom asked us that. And I was like, no, she stays in the crate at your house. You've got, she's got a lot of tchotchkes and a lot of like little decor stuff, stuff too, too much on Soph's level. Yes. You know, and I, it's not that Soph would take anything. It's that Soph would sprint to the window. All your mom's windows are Soph sized and she'd knock something over, you yeah. know. But yeah, I love that we take her every time we go. It's so much easier for us. She's great in the car. She's safe at your mom. She knows where she can go. And I'm just glad that that first holiday, like I'm glad that your mom was here. I decorated the spare room for Christmas, which I yeah. wouldn't normally do, but I love those like old ceramic trees and you you had one that was your grandma's.
1: Yeah my mom's mom so we put that in the room, yeah. which was really cool because my mom didn't know that was gonna happen yeah. that was fun and I put some yeah. Christmas
0: lights in there. yeah
1: yeah so, so I mean it's it's been uh, that first Christmas that we hosted here at this house was fantastic.
0: And we hosted Christmas Day. So Christmas Eve, your mom was here and we met my parents and went downtown to Campus Martius in Detroit to show her like the big Detroit Christmas tree.
1: Yeah. And then we did the lights on Heinz, right? Not
0: the same day. So we did we took the tree and like of course my it was cold, I will admit. And yeah. everyone was still in masks. Yeah. And my mom was just freezing to death, of course. And as, as was I. We, yes. we
1: are uh, each other's spirit animal, when it comes to certain things. Cold is one of
0: them. Yes. So they were freezing, but we took Rebecca down there, took some pictures. That was really nice. Then we came back to the house, just relaxed a little bit. Um I think we watched like Home Alone or something, Christmas Vacation. We watched Home
1: Alone and I think we watched How the Grinch Stole Christmas.
0: And then we went to my parents and my mom made a spaghetti dinner for Christmas Eve, which was really nice. And I know I've talked about this probably ad nauseum, but it's so nice to have everyone together. And the fact that Rebecca comes in to visit and it doesn't, it isn't awkward. We just take her to my parents for Christmas Eve and they all get along and they all enjoy each other's company. And then we had Christmas Day at our house. House, which was just so amazing I like after we got Soph I made a home goods trip and I spent probably almost don't tell Steven $400 at home goods what and I got Soph like a bunch of toys I got her a bucket to keep her dry food in I got her bowls I got her a little rug to put her bowls on I got all that stuff and then the holidays were upon us so I had to buy cloth napkins and new Christmas dishes they're, like, cream color white with red polka dots, so they can be used for other times as well. I didn't want to box <laughs> myself in if we ever host, like, Thanksgiving or something, but I got that, and I got us Christmas glasses. I got a couple serving things. I got, I got like, paper plates and stuff for... Um, The desserts, like I was ready, though I will say that's all like a one-time purchase. It's not like I need to purchase that stuff every year, but I like came in with my bags and Steven's like looking at me and I was like, okay, so it was a little bit of stuff that I had to buy. (laughs) Little
1: bit. yeah. 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 She always comes back. She goes shopping with her mom. She always comes back with like 12 bags.
0: Not quite. I'm that sure I'm home goods sure there's some guys level. out there
1: that that uh, feel me on that that understand. But wow, I was like, oh man, how much we stuff needed are we it. getting?
0: Woo. I couldn't I have like a really cute Corral dish set. Corral usually patterns are usually kind of like old people patterns, no offense to older people. But <laughs> like they're just like, uh, oh. but they've got this really cute um terrazzo one that looks kind of like confetti. And that's the one I have, but its colors are kind of like a navy, maybe like a light coral. They're really pretty, but they're not for the holidays. They're just not. And what can you do? I mean,
1: what can you do? You got to buy something else, I guess. The sit-in storage that's only used once a year. I'm not a
0: proponent of paper plates. I find them to be very wasteful, like paper plates and paper cups. So I don't like to use them much if I'm hosting something. So I bought these dishes, and they will last and end up paying for themselves for all of the Christmases I intend to host.
1: Yeah, and it's just uh, tacky to use paper plates for Christmas. No offense to any folks that might do that. I mean, if, I guess if you're having a gathering, it's like 60 people or something, then yeah, okay, that's cool. But if you're having a gathering and it's, what, 10 of us, 8 of us? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just I, that's Paper just plates me. is a bit is A, a bit lot tacky. of
0: people use that I don't want to Insult any of our I'm not insulting but
1: Sorry If that's if that's what you do That's cool But I feel like For eight people And using paper plates I mean yeah. come on You can use some real plates
0: I mean I'm happy To hear you say this This was unexpected So I appreciate it but,
1: I, but if you're rocking A good like 30 or 40 people Then maybe paper plates Is the way to go
0: Well yeah Like our wedding Or wedding reception Like my birthday party My mom had paper plates For pizza and salad And that makes complete sense yeah. I totally get that i'm not buying yeah so but anyway yeah so we hosted christmas it was great my parents brought like all the gifts over and we sat around in a circle in my living room like i always would at my parents house and we did gifts and i had the polish dinner and my dad I helped my dad make like the ham gravy. My mom came over and instantly walked in the door and was like, where's my slippers? Are they still in the closet? I'm getting comfy. I don't got to do nothing. I don't have to do anything. I haven't been to someone else's house for a holiday in years. I'm not doing anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. They were both excited. She that, fried
0: pierogies though.
1: Yeah. They they were both excited because they didn't have to host and they were going yeah. somewhere and had not done that in so long. And I, they both talked about that several times. And your dad was like, I'm just so comfortable just so comfortable at your house I feel like I'm almost at my own house sort of thing and I was like well good that's the way it should feel for you (laughs) like I like to hear that that's that's what we want you know so yeah
0: and we all just had a good time I mean there was only six of us I mean my parents your mom my brother Soph is seven but yeah I mean it was just nice we they were here all day and we watched stuff we just talked like our I think that was one of the first times our parents really talked a lot. They mm-hmm. talked Christmas Eve, but I noticed they had like some really good conversation um yeah. on Christmas Day. Like the three of them and then our moms and I just love that. I I love it.
1: Yeah, I mean they had been together before, uh, you know, when we got married and stuff, there was time during that, but it wasn't as much time. But yeah. with Christmas we just didn't have we had Christmas Day here, so we didn't have anything else planned. So yep. it just opened up for just a lot of time just to hang out, which was which was really cool. Yeah. You know.
0: And then I think we just did like Christmas movies and that's when we did the Heinz. So the um the Heinz Drive Park I was talking about that has the trails also does like a Christmas light display. Yes. And so we took Rebecca to that and we took Sophia. So we put Sophia in the backseat and she looked around a little bit and then just laid there. But I like yeah. that's the kind of stuff I like to do with her and I think Pick her back up from the airport. Yeah, let's bring so if we're not going anywhere else. She loves car rides. Take her to the lights on Heinz. You know, why not? Just dropping something off at the library. Take her with us.
1: Yeah. And the the lights on Heinz. So for those of you that are not in the area, so they close down what five miles of the road and it, it it's one way. Um and how much is it per car? Five bucks per car? Um, which is I mean cash dirt cheap. I mean, that is just real cheap for lights and and these lights they are these huge light displays they put so like they got some that are up over the road that makes it look like you're going through a tunnel um you know they got a Santa Claus they got dinosaurs they got all kinds of stuff i mean it's 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 really cool um and we've done it now 2 years in a 3 years in a row yeah well not well this year will be 3 cuz we'll do it again this year but we've done it both times my mom has come up yeah um very cool i mean and if you get there at the right time, then you can not have to wait in line so long.
0: The first yeah. time we
1: did it, we had to wait in line a pretty long time. But the second time we did it this past year, uh, we went right through, man. We were we were seeing the lights within five minutes of being in line, which was cool. So you got to hit that right time. But they do it for a good couple weeks before Christmas. So, uh, But they're setting up the lights now. Yeah, uh, which is crazy because they do, some of those displays are really you know big displays that they got to set up and they're setting them up in you know September sometimes even August. So,
0: and I think too with the fact that um, it had been although we've had extreme heat we also had extreme cold and there were some lights that the ground was like too frozen they didn't even get to get them down. Yeah, and then you hit like June and some of these things are still up and they usually start putting them up and october and i think they're starting early now and just being like well we're just leaving them yeah so
1: yep uh but it's cool i i I enjoy heinz drive heinz drive is 40 miles an hour um regularly no lights which is nice yeah uh it's just a nice stretch of road where you can just you know, set the cruise at 42, 43 miles an hour and just roll, man. It's yeah. nice. They got a dog park there. Not that we've taken self because we're not the type of people that are going to have As self. As you've already in- heard. <laughs> we're not going to have self interact with other dogs. Not sure how that would go. Um, but they do have a dog park. So if you have dogs that get along with other dogs, that's, you know, it's a good place to go. Yeah. Um, they got a skate park and all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, like little
0: workout stations. and
1: Yeah, all those are cool. all actually right in the same section. If you're
0: in the area and never have explored, explored Hines, you should.
1: Yeah, Hines is cool. They got a baseball park there, um, on one of the sections of Hines Park where you can go and play baseball. Yeah, um, they got you know basketball courts, tennis courts. It's 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 all spread out throughout there. Um, but if it rains, it takes nothing for it to flood. Yeah, it floods real yes. easy as like you a sprinkle. Mentioned, mentioned earlier, and they'll close the road down. But and then on Saturdays during the summer, they close Hines for uh, for what now? Until 3. Oh, until 3, yeah. They close it uh, for people to ride their bikes and walk on the road. And once again, they close about the same section of the road that they do for the lights. A little bit less. It's I think it's yeah. more like 3 miles or something like that. But they close it down for you to ride your bikes on the road so no cars can go through. Which I think that's pretty cool. Especially for like, you know, the area we live in. It's it, it's a highly populated area, but it's cool that they're, they're able to use a road that's not a main road and go, all right, we're going to let bikers get out here and bike and people walk and all that kind of stuff. And yep. it just encourages people to get outside and get exercise, which is cool.
0: And you can also kayak on Hines. Yep. Like There's some spots, there's a library and you can rent um, some kayaks. So that's cool. So literally kayaking is like right next door and we haven't even. Yeah. It, but
1: it's on the calendar. Who knows? Maybe my wife will surprise me for our anniversary and take me kayaking. Who knows? I
0: will. Yes. Done. Surprise.
1: Well, not surprised now.
0: Um, and then after that, your mom left a couple of days after Christmas and trying to keep in the tradition of going away on our on our season days that we have, yeah, we took Soph up to Nuego.
1: Yeah, which, man,
0: so... Or over to the, the Over. F-
1: yeah, over. The photos that we will use for this, she looks so small. She She, can, she cannot, she was, you know, we had just rescued her. We yeah. had her for barely two months. She still weighed about 25 pounds. Yeah. And she can't wear that winter uh, coat thing that we put over for, for no. taking a walk. She can't wear it anymore because she's now, like, 55 pounds. Yeah,
0: she's too she's too uh, big for it.
1: Yeah, so she can't wear that anymore. But so those photos, man, it, she looks almost like a completely different dog. But which it was cool.
0: Nuevo's only a couple, two and a half hours west from us. Yeah. We just rented a cottage. Um, and we rented it to just stay there for, like, two days. We were only yeah. there for, like, two <laughs> days, two full days. But – um, we just wanted to get away, take Soph somewhere else. We took her for like walks on the property and stuff. And there was a, and you know we're still in the pandemic, so we didn't intend to go anywhere. We just wanted to, literally physically go somewhere else and then be there. Yeah. So there is a brewery in Newego, Newego Brewery. Yeah, and we took a gamble and ordered a couple like to-go crawlers and stuff. And yeah, we went and picked that up. Um, got some food, and we brought food to make. Like, I cooked a couple meals. We made a couple like a pasta dish. Like, and yeah. we just hung out. And it snowed a little bit. And we like sat in this big recliner, and Soph was looking out the window. It felt like a Norman Rockwell situation. <laughs> Am I wrong? It
1: it was cool because like we literally we didn't have. We didn't watch TV or nothing. We had music going. I loved the fact that
0: we didn't watch TV for like two days. You guys, I am grinning ear to ear over that. (laughs) Like, I want to do it again just to not have a TV.
1: Yeah, we just chilled out. It was like, like she said, it was like a cabin in the woods sort of thing. Um, And we'd take sofa on some walks or whatever. um, And not sure if she'd ever seen snow and stuff like that, which was, you know, fun. But uh, the thing is, is that the morning we went to leave. Oh, my gosh. We we're the type of people when we set a time to leave, we're going to leave like we're leaving at seven. OK, we're up at six. We're getting ready. We're yeah. going and we're, we're out the door by seven. Like that's just that's how we are. That's how we function. Regardless of how much sleep you got, that's just what that, that's the deadline. We're, yes. we're getting out of here. And thankfully that morning we stuck stuck to our deadline because after we left, they got like a foot and a half of snow. They that had
0: day. at least six inches when we got up
1: yeah it was coming down, and that
0: we had only Ooh. had like um flurries, really. Yep. there was snow covered the ground, but it only really flurried while we were there and the morning, I looked out the window and I was like, Oh my gosh, six inches of snow at least,
1: yeah, I had to clean the car off for us to get it going. I had to move snow like I had to move snow out of the way in order for us to get into the car. Yep um and then we got out of there and by the time we got i don't know halfway home they had almost a foot of snow yep. already and i was like oh my gosh we'd have been buried probably we might not have got out of there
0: i would like to do something like that again this year
1: yeah that was fun they get a lot of snow we over get there, like
0: fam. an extra because new year's eve falls on a sunday we sort of get an extra day into that next week this year so maybe we can find somewhere just i think we only i think we went there and stayed like two nights and came back yeah that's it just just to get a change of scenery.
1: Change of scenery just to uh just to relax and just decompress. And like a, a forced
0: relaxation. Like we're not going to be mindlessly watching TV, we're not going to be doing laundry or doing this or doing that cuz we're home. Like yeah. this is not our house. This is Yeah. You know. So that was cool and so many of the Airbnbs and stuff are pet friendly, which is nice. I will say this place did have a basement. And it looked it, – there wasn't a door. And it looked like the basement was, what, in the process of being converted into, like, a bedroom and stuff?
1: Something, yeah. So
0: I had to pull, like, a bench in front of the basement door because I didn't want Soph to, like – randomly go down there.
1: Yeah, cuz so we, like, we always
0: have a door to your basement.
1: Yeah, w- once again, only had her for 2 months and she's still getting used to yeah. us and we're getting used to her sort of thing. So, you know, got to keep her keep stuff out, keep her away from yeah. stuff, but
0: But that yeah. was really nice. I really enjoyed that trip.
1: Yeah, that was a cool That was a cool cabin.
0: Yeah, and I think we came home on the 30th and then New Year's Eve, you did some stuff. We went to the store and bought some champagne and my brother came over and
1: yep. And we watched Dirty Dancing and The Big Lebowski, and
0: we just watched the ball drop. And I think that's actually forced when we, them to drink champagne.
1: That's when we watched the. Uh, uh,
0: that's the, when we watched Big Lebowski because Big yeah. Lebowski didn't happen the year before, so that's when the tradition turned into. Well, we would like it to be a tradition. The next New Year's Eve wasn't the greatest, <laughs> yeah. so maybe this year.
1: Yeah we we didn't have we didn't have a good New Year's Eve on uh, the twenty one, but no, we'll get there. But yeah, so that was a good time to end, good way to end the year for yeah. us. That was cool.
0: And I mean, with going into 2021, I mean, not much happening. So our story may ebb and flow a little bit moving forward with maybe some more entertainment, maybe some more other stuff, but.
1: We got, we got some stuff planned yeah. for what's going on. Yeah. We're, we're not, uh, we're not lost in the shuffle. We know what we're doing, yeah. but uh, it's, it, our the way we, way we do it might change a little bit. Yeah.
0: So but we'll be, we'll be good. Yeah. But yeah, so let's talk about what we're listening to. All right, I could do that. All right, you want to go first? You no, want to go lady, first? You want to go lady, lady first. That's right. That was a test, actually. <laughs> so good job.
1: Yeah, way to test my southernness. Good, good job.
0: Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> we're each going to talk about a few albums that we're really into. Oddly enough, right now my three are all "quote unquote" folk, like yeah. different varieties of folk, which is different for me. Um, I mean, I also listen to a lot of 90s alternative. I've been listening to a lot of Rage Against the Machine lately <laughs> due to my loathing of the machine. But nonetheless, what yeah. we're going to talk about today is folk. Yeah. Um, for me. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So, up first for me, um, and I randomly, I believe I might have heard this song on one of my procedurals. I'm not sure. But I oftentimes, especially on um, New Orleans, I'm finding a lot of good music because New Orleans. What I'm do you sorry, mean, New Orleans? NCIS New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> because they have a lot of bands playing and I'll be like Shazam in the heck out of stuff to find stuff. But so yeah. there's a band called the Wild Reeds, Um, And the album I really like, I believe it's 2014, called Blind and Brave. So they started out just like folk, just like three people folk singing. And then they okay. added some more instruments and became more like um, folk rock if okay. you will. So the Blind and Brave is their more folk rock album. I heard the song Where I'm Going on something I was watching. And I liked it so much, I literally rewound the scene to hear the song again. And then I shazamed it and listened to their whole album. And it it's just really good. It's very, um, got that folk kind of, it's not bluesy, but just like that folk rock sound just flows really nice. And you're kind of riding that, riding like a who the do, windy river with them
1: who do they sound like like who would you all, say also like fits into oh that God, genre? I
0: it's gonna be quizzed
1: i'm just trying to help the the listener like what's something like what's a what's a sound that they uh, s- similar to them as, as a band no <laughs> you know i'm not good at stuff like this oh my
0: gosh i'm like a deer in the headlights right now i wrote down like my notes i'm like this isn't part of it He so asking me questions
1: oh god um she, i
0: guess you could say if you're familiar with any of like taylor swift's new stuff kind of got like a vibe of that
1: so like folklore evermore sort yeah of, sort of thing where it's yeah okay
0: if if yeah if
1: so we, so it's got so so god, the album
0: armpits are gonna start sweating you know how i get
1: so so the album is you would say that the album is kind of a mood then yes okay it is a mood yeah okay yes
0: what did you say to me earlier oh i said oh uh, casey musgrave's golden yeah. hour we'll Go- talk about that later but that's a mood yeah okay. that album is a mood for so sure. anyway wild reads listen to the blind and brave album very okay. good okay next up for me is another well this isn't as folk actually i apologize this is more like a jazz soul kind of situation okay so hayley reinhardt who i didn't even know this but apparently was on american idol did you know that?
1: I did not know that, but I know she's done uh, Postmodern Jukebox.
0: That is in my notes. Thanks yeah. for stealing that thunder. So I actually will admit that I learned about Haley Reinhout from Steven yep. because of Postmodern Jukebox. Yep. So they do like pop hits in a jazz vibe.
1: Um, sometimes it's pop. They've done uh, Metallica. But it's all in a jazz vibe. Yeah, It's in an old school, like 50s uh speakeasy type of sound
0: i can answer the question of if i had to compare her sound on this album lo-fi soul be kind of like an amy winehouse vibe okay so okay. lo-fi soul is the album she just put out in 2019 and it's great like i said the amy winehouse vibe if you like that kind of stuff jazzy soul sounding um Really good album. It opens well. It flows well. Some albums can tend to sound a little disjointed, like you're not going on like a cohesive journey with the album.
1: Yep. And I'd say
0: these first two that I'm talking about definitely have that flow. Okay. Um, Haley Reinhardt's actually coming to the Magic Bag in Ferndale. We're going back and forth on if we. Want to go. It's the Monday after our anniversary and also two days before we drive to Tennessee. So I'm feeling like we might be a little overloaded then, but I also feel like Monday I could be like, all right, grab the tickets and let's go. Yeah, we'll see. Anything's possible. And my third one, this is definitely folk. The band is mainly one guy and his name is Amigo the Devil. So (laughs) it is folk. Um, Volume one is the album that I really like. I've listened to all his stuff, but I like volume one. It's more of a compilation um oddly enough my brother randomly sent us a song um and i would because of the banjo because he's got the folk he's got the banjo he's got all that and i loved the song and i was like oh this is different so i listened to the album and i loved it um definitely contemporary folk um also if anyone's ever heard of murder folk which I might have mentioned before. He's Murder Folk. I don't know. I might have talked a little bit about him, but it's it's worth bringing up again. It's different. I mean, if you can open your mind to different kind of lyrics that are a little bit more like murdery death and dark dark subject <laughs> matter, the song The Weight is really good. And then the song Perfect Wife is like super crazy.
1: It's definitely, uh, it would fall into um, what would be called dark humor.
0: Dark humor for sure. Yeah. It's good. His beats are good. His his sound is good. And it's, it's just totally different. It's not like anything I'd ever heard of. And I don't think if my brother had sent me the song, I would have never stumbled upon this guy. Yeah. And they came or he came to Kalamazoo, which is about two hours away from us a Monday ago. And I really wanted to go see them, uh, him and also Murder by Death, which is another like murder folk band, which they're really good too. But I say less dark than Amigo the Devil. But we had just gone to Jason Aldean the night before. And as a caveat to Jason (laughs) Aldean, I've been going back and forth on my recommending him because, like, man, his wife on social media and his whole like vibe on social media is so different than anything I would ever support that I struggle with some of the country music artists that I like their music. Yeah. So just a grain of salt on listening to Jason it's, Aldean. It's
1: one of those things that like as a as a musician myself, I I if I like the music like Jason Aldean. Yeah. I like the music. Does he write any of his songs? In eleven albums he's wrote four songs. That's tough. But also when it gets into how they are on social media and their own personal lives, a lot of times I don't even want to follow these people because I don't care. I don't, don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want
0: to know either because then it ruins it for me. But like... It's it's his, not even to
1: ruin it for me. Like It makes
0: me... It, it gives me a struggle of I don't want to necessarily support such differing viewpoints.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, it's like...
0: Like, can I just have music be music? Social media, to some extent, is very detrimental because not everyone needs yeah. a platform. And I don't even mean... Just people who disagree with me. Some people who I even see eye to eye on with stuff. I'm like, geez, did you really need to say that? Like, anyway, that's you know, a...
1: You know, it's interesting because we could talk about the Neil Youngs and Bob Dylans of the world of which spent their entire time of their entire career putting their political views in music. Actually, that's totally in the music. different, though. Yeah, that's different.
0: That um, I, that I respect yeah. that you, you are telling me who you are and I can like it or I cannot like it, Yeah. but you're speaking through your music, which as an artist, you're supposed to speak through your medium. You're not supposed to do this and then like vomit on social media.
1: Yeah. In yeah. my
0: opinion, I'm, you know, I could be the minority, you know, not everyone has to agree with me. Yeah. But I digressed back to Amigo the Devil. Listen yes. to it if you want to be like, "What in the world is this girl talking about?" <laughs> yeah, so Amigo- those are the, those the perfect- are my three albums that I've been like rotating lately. The
1: Perfect Wife is a great song. <laughs> it's great. yeah, it's great. <laughs>
0: I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I and I rec- I've got nobody that I can compare him to.
1: Yeah, I can recommend for people to go listen. To, go, go look for that song. That yeah. song is, uh, and just be prepared. Open for, mind. Yeah, open mind, and be prepared for your eyes to be wide. Yes, like it's like whoa. Um, so uh, for me, I, I. Um, <clears throat> so as many of you know, I, I went through a divorce. Um, when I started uh, going through a divorce, I was watching a show called. Uh, what was the show? It was uh, The Following with Kevin Bacon.
0: I've always wanted to watch that.
1: And I found this artist because I did a Shazam of the song, um, and it was Noah Gunderson.
0: See how that Shazam helped?
1: Yeah. So Noah Gunderson, I immediately bought the album from the song I heard on that, and then I have since gotten everything else. In uh, Last year, he released a new album called A Pillar of Salt. Um, and it is a culmination of everything that's come before. Like he has taken all of his different styles of being just an acoustic artist that did EPs to that was singer songwriter to making his, you know, a a rock album with an album called white noise. And then he added even a little bit more synth and pop to his uh, album that came after that. And then you get Pillar of Salt, of which he's put all these styles together. And you can I can tell from having spent copious amounts of hours listening to his music that he has matured and grown so much in his in his sound.
0: He's good. I like him too. You've turned me on to him. I think he was maybe our first our second concert. Yes. We saw him at a really small venue in yep. in Detroit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um so for me. Noah is is one of my favorite artists. And when I listen to him, I wish I could tell my dad about him. Every single song, I wish I could have a conversation with my dad. Because my dad would love Noah Gunderson. That is his, That was his bread and butter, was a singer-songwriter, as I mentioned about Bob Dylan and Neil Young, that could take his points of view, put them into a song, could put his story into a song and you can see it in your mind's eye as you're listening. Um, And this album pillar of salt is about him leaving Seattle right before the pandemic. He bought a house outside of Seattle and he left and got out of the city and moved out into the country. And then he proceeded to write music because he lived by himself out in the country during the pandemic. And so this, this concept of pillar of salt is this idea of, Uh, if you read the Bible, they have, uh, the, the tale of Sodom and Gomorrah where Lot and his wife get out of Sodom and Gomorrah and the angel tells them if they turn around and look at at the cities that they're going to turn into a pillar of salt and his, man, just the title track on there is about that story. But the
0: irony is the title track is not even on the regular album.
1: It's on the deluxe. Yeah,
0: that's strange.
1: So I was like, what is going on? Um, but, uh a great album it's a mood that it, it, it the the album We're,
0: we are into mood albums lately i feel like yeah. maybe maybe as the seasonal transition is coming yeah. and like
1: it is definitely a mood album in that uh it has a vibe that starts right off from the beginning it's piano and it's him singing and you're just like, All right, he's just he just set the mood for something and it's just just go along with the ride. It's so good. It's such a good album. Um there's a, a song on there called uh Magic Trick that talks about how the world has turned to FaceTime and and uh, you know, basically we're watching the world on video and you know, people watching people go into concerts and they're watching uh they're watching the concert through their phone. It's that whole concept. Very good
0: songwriting. Uh, very cool. You know, what's funny. There's a lot of artists who address that, yet it does not seem to stop any fans from watching through their phone. Yes. And like, nobody wants to see your video from a concert. Yeah. Nobody wants to see your rando 10 second Snapchat where you can't see anything.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so Noah Gunderson, A Pillar of Salt, highly recommend, and I highly recommend going back to listen to his entire library. I would specifically say that I started with the EP Family. Um, that's the, I had heard that, uh, one of the songs off of there on the following, the Kevin Bacon show that, that was going on at that time. Uh, my second choice, Oddly enough, or coincidentally enough, or whatever it is, is another album that my dad would absolutely love that I ran into by accident. I am a fan of Chris Stapleton. I think Chris Stapleton is one of the best songwriters of our time. Ditto. And I did not know that he did bluegrass music before he did his singer-songwriter stuff in a band called The Steel Drivers. It is amazing. It's really good. It is so good. Yeah, agreed. Oh my gosh. Like, I was floored. When I was like, oh, he did the Steel Driver's Man. I'll listen to it. Uh, and he's got a couple of other things where he's done like some rock and roll blues before. But I like, I I got this album, and it's called, uh, I believe the album is called Reckless. I think that's the name of the album. Oh, my gosh. Here we go, folks. I'll and look it up. You can keep talking. Didn't get myself prepared. But uh, the song that I want to tell everybody to listen to is Where Rainbows Never Die.
0: It's a very very good song.
1: That was the first song I heard off this album. Reckless is correct. Yeah, Reckless. 2010. So, man, it's just, it's great. There's mandolin, there's banjo, there's guitar, there's dobro, there's upright bass. You know, like, it's so good. It's a full, it's a full, full full-blown bluegrass album. And if you like bluegrass, this is an album you will enjoy. If you like Chris Stapleton, you'll still enjoy it because it's good songwriting. Yeah, it is. Um, But I highly recommend Where Rainbows Never Die. Even if you don't want to listen to the album, go listen to that song. Look it up on YouTube or wherever you stream music, go listen to that song. That song, man, it just roped me in immediately. Yeah. And I was like, man, I got to listen to this whole album. This is so good. Um, and again, uh, if if for any of you that know knew my dad, my dad would be all over this album. He would have just been like, man, this is great. Like Chris Stapleton is good, but like this is really good. Um.
0: It just shows his range too, like he, you know,
1: yeah, because he can do it all. He can do blues. He can do. You want to talk about singer
0: songwriter and and just well rounded? That's him. I mean, songwriting for himself or others, singing like he's he's great.
1: He's done everything from bluegrass to doing a song with Justin Timberlake. Great live and, and everything in between.
0: I've seen him. He's great.
1: Yeah, he's on my bucket list to see. So. Um, my third album is nothing like the previous two albums. It is an album of which I was on Instagram scrolling the black hole of of reels on Instagram, and I saw a drummer doing a cover of a song called "Fly as Me."
0: Oh yes,
1: Silk Sonic.
0: He is obsessed with this song. Obsessed.
1: So this is Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack is uh, r and B. Uh, he does soul, funk type of stuff. And he plays piano, drums, guitar. He's a good songwriter. And he's in his 20s, maybe 30s. And then you have Bruno Mars, who does all of the same things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, And put these two guys together. And they wrote a song. They wrote a hook for a song that was called Smoke Out the Window. And they did this like, I don't know, six years ago when they met. And then the pandemic hit and Bruno called up Anderson, and he was like, hey, so uh, I'm not doing anything. Obviously, we're not touring. Do you want to maybe finish that song that we wrote? And they got into the studio, and and Anderson's like, well, I got, I got this too, and he started playing this, and Bruno Mars was like, he started playing this drum beat for what we ended up using for Fly As Me, and he was like, that drum beat sounds so simple, but it's actually complicated, and then I'm going to figure out how to put guitar over it and just like it turned into a thing. And then they wrote a whole album called An Evening with Silk Sonic.
0: He, I've heard Fly Is Me... Every which way you could, I've heard it on the radio, I've heard this version, he found this version, he found, then the video.
1: (laughs) When my mom was in town for your birthday, I I put up on YouTube on the TV, I was like, you guys got to see this, them performing it live, and it was like a...
0: It's a 70s vibe, like it it would have been on Soul Train or something. Yeah,
1: and they were on a, they made a Soul Train set and did a music video for it on a Soul Train set, which was very cool. They have this song called 777, which is about being in Vegas, and they performed on some award show in Vegas, and they performed 777. It is totally the 70s funk vibe. It's fun. Oh, it's such a great album. I love it. It it puts me into like a much happier mood. Like it'll get like if I'm having trouble getting my day started, I just put on fly as me. And and so the the words are I deserve to be with somebody as fly as me, and you deserve to be seen with somebody as fly as me. And I was like, man, that's my song for Jess right there. Woo!
0: Lordy, Lordy. Yeah. (laughs) I is crazy.
1: So I highly recommend listening to 777 and Fly As Me and the whole album. The whole album's good um they got it they got a slow you know a couple slow songs in there but it's a good 10 songs on the album and man they did not they did not lit up off the gas it is great love love the whole thing
0: let us know if you listen to any of our recommendations especially if you listen to amigo the devil's perfect wife i'd really like to know but um yeah and the silk is really good so yeah. i think that's all the time we have today
1: yeah i think that's all we can say
0: oh i think i stole did i steal your line you
1: tried to whoops yep
0: As always, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, We are now, if we can just say, 918 at gmail.com due to my tech person's snafu of email (laughs) addresses and whatnot. So, Ricky, you know, email us. Um, That's about it, though, I think.
1: Yep. And we're working on, uh, we now have a uh, SoundCloud account. So, we're going to be able to soon uh, post small clips. Of the podcast that we record, so that we can uh, put small clips up on Facebook and stuff like that, so to we,
0: entice you all, yeah, and your friends and everyone get you to you hear a little with.
1: sample, and then uh, maybe you'll go over and listen to the whole thing.
0: Yes. So, so yeah, I think that's all we've got.
1: Uh, that's it, folks. We'll right. see you next week.
0: Bye, y'all.